welcome back to Holology Podcast. We're here with more ho shit. And I'm so excited because I have a very special guest on today's episode. Her name is Key, and she's a super freak. Super freak. She's a super freak. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so, Key, would you say you identify as a unicorn? I would say so. I would say so. Okay. I feel like if I'm down to clown, then... I know that's right. I know that's right. I have to identify as it. <laughs> so for my vanilla listeners, a unicorn is a bisexual woman who plays typically with couples. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I know a lot of us are curious because I've never even had a threesome. I am the most basic person I would I would think. I've had a lot of sexual experiences, but I haven't had a threesome, which seems to be like the like check mark of all sexual experiences. Like if you have had a threesome, like bitch, are you even fucking you're probably still a virgin. Uh, you know, no shade to virgins. We love we love virgins over here. I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. There's other avenues. But in... Okay, no worries, no worries. So what would you say overall your experience has been as a unicorn? Honestly, my experience is lit because I don't really do anything that doesn't make me happy, that doesn't bring me pleasure. Mm -hmm. And the only reason, I don't even say became a unicorn because the whole purpose of me getting started, I was just like, oh, okay, I get pleasure from one people, but two? (laughs) Okay, bitch, I'm down for it. I'm lit. I (laughs) I really do. Like on the Sex Bucket List episode, I talked about wanting to have like an MMF threesome because I just think like enjoying two bodies would just be like the ultimate level of like pleasure for myself. It's purely selfish in that moment. Like like how many, how many holes can you fill? But, (laughs) But I think that it's really cool that you have had to, or not had to, but that you've gotten to experience that. Honestly, it's a it's a dope time. It's a fun time. If you go out, so I'm one who likes to go out by myself, head to any bar, especially like where there's couples or BDSM dungeons or honestly, Tinder. There's so many. I'm on Tinder now and there's oh so gosh. many people looking for thirds. It's crazy. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. I'm actually banned <laughs> from Tinder, fun fact. But I was banned too, but I said Google Voice, hello. Um, I didn't try I did not try Google Voice. I tried like one of the like the text now apps. Okay. They were like, this is not a real No, movie. it won't work with the text now. You gotta use the Google Voice number. But um I think that's really cool. I I think there are a lot of like different avenues to meet, like thirds on as they call them. Um and I will go over those in a little bit, but I wanna know as a unicorn, like, what are some of the different types of couples that you've interacted with as far as, like, open couples, swingers, poly, like, all of that? Okay, so most of the couples I've interacted with were either open or poly. I've met a few swingers, but typically, in my experience, swingers aren't down unless you're in a couple, and I'm mm-hmm. perpetually single. Oh, my <laughs> so, gosh. So it's really a lot of open couples or poly couples or sometimes, and like I can get into this later, but where it's sometimes where like a girl is curious or 
her man wants to have Ooh. a threesome. You can always tell, by the way, like who planned yeah. the threesome out. You can <laughs> always tell. You can always tell. But most of them have definitely just been like people who are open sexually or couples who wanted to just add a third into their dynamic. Yeah. So like me and this, like another fellow, like sugar baby at the time, we actually went out to St. Pete's just to get drinks Ooh. at a bar. And like Treasure Island specifically is where we were. And Treasure Island is like known for swingers. Like yeah. there are a lot of just swingers there. So these guys come up to us and like we're used to like dating older guys. So we didn't even question like when they came up to us. We're like, hey, can we buy you a drink? Absolutely. Sure. So we get to talking and chatting and like neither of them had on rings. Like that's the first thing I look for when I'm like meeting a guy out. I'm like, does he have a fucking ring? If not, cool. Green light. If, like, there's a ring, I'm like, mm, do I care tonight, you know? Do I care? <laughs> do I care enough tonight? So we basically get to talking or whatever, and they're complimenting us, like, whatever. They're like, oh, there's a boat show. Eventually, two women walk up, and they're like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. I'm like, thank you. Like, they're Caucasian women. We're both black women. Their husbands are both white. And oh, they're like, oh, setup. you're so pretty. They like, we you love your hair. Setup. I'm like, thank you. And I see rings on their fingers. And I'm like, something, the math is not mathing. Like, it's not adding up. Like, they're no, just they too hit you with the, No, they, yeah. they hit you with the setup. They, they did. did. It was a they setup. Did. <laughs> they hit you with and the setup. And I, like, gave my friend this look. I'm just like, are they swingers? <laughs> and so at that point, I was like, this is the first time I've been, like, approached by, like, a couple that, you know, was interested in, like, bringing me into their bedroom. And it wouldn't be the last time, but I think just, like, being approached that first time, like, what was that like for you? My, so my first time was actually on, like, unconventional. It wasn't just, like, the first time I had wasn't, like, at a bar. It was, I was actually meeting um, this guy off Tinder, and I, so, like you said, super freak. I'm into some freaky shit, so I like to... Run a questionnaire about a hose before <laughs> I even like get how there. Safe it is. Yeah, to measure. I'm like, mm, is this even worth me going out? Yeah. Um, and they had met. They had met the requirements. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'll go over there. So I was over like at his house, and I had made um, a comment like, because he had something that was like sort of feminine in his room, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, imagine like you have a girl or something else here, and he was like, oh, actually, I'm in an open relationship and I said oh, okay cool like is it open to the fact where like you have to tell her what's going on or mm-hmm. you just do what you do and then report back or you just do what you do and there's like no other thought about it he's like oh no I tell her so I was like oh okay cool so does she know I'm here now and he was like yeah and I was like oh my curious ass I'm like well oh can I see her yeah and I look I was like Honestly, like I prefer women than men too. So I was like, mm, hold on. She bad. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, mm. and I told him I was like, yo, I would definitely be down to like fuck your girl. So oh my God. <laughs> and then he was just like, Well, I can make it happen. And I said, Well, make it happen then. What's right. up? What's up? He living the dream. So then he um <laughs> he had texted her and texted her a picture of me and she's like, Okay, yeah. So then she came back home and that's how it happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so that was your first experience. That was my yeah. first experience. That's it's just it. me on my fuck shit. Like, yeah. that's how most well, of it no, happened. I mean, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you and your fuck shit. But, but I'm like, yeah, you being like outgoing enough to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, she's looking good. I'm feeling it. Like, let's, let's, let's do go. This. Yes. Let's do this shit. So that, that was a fun time. Too. That is. 
that's legit. That's legit. So after that experience, like, how did you get into like wanting to specifically do like the unicorn activities? Honestly, it was just through Tinder, and I just put a unicorn in my bio. But again, I I have to, I have a thing where it's just like, even if I don't know the person. I have to try you out before I can bring like a third person. Like, cause after that, I, w- I will say it was a great experience, but it was just like some things are just like, okay, cool. Like granted, like he was on his shit that he was talking about, but then right. I also had another interaction after that where they're like, oh yeah, no, I would love to have a threesome. And then I fuck him. And then it's just like, sorry, you couldn't even please me. How are you going right. to please like two of right. us? Now so you, know why you had to bring someone else in right? <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> So before, so honestly, I just put like a little unicorn emoji like in my bio and that's what got like a lot of them. So at that point, it would be people who are in open relationships who know that they could come to me and it not be a problem because I'm fine regardless with either you or both of your partners. Um, Damn, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, essentially what I'm saying is I got into it more like where I'm just like, okay, you know, like I can do that simply on tinder with a unicorn emoji because my whole thing is it wasn't necessarily like oh i want to be a part of like a poly relationship or mine is purely sexual because i'm a gremlin out here fiending absolutely absolutely. (laughs) so it's actually like interesting that you mentioned like being approached on you know social media because i well tinder is not social media it's a social dating app but i think that a lot of girls get into relationships mm-hmm. and, you know, they have this idea that they are considered, quote unquote, freaky, you know, and then their boyfriend's like, well, I want to have a threesome. So how do you have, how do you find someone that has a threesome? You go on dating apps. And so I think a lot of women go through like dating apps to find these like threesomes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So have you ever had any experience where it was like someone was trying this out for their first time? Yeah. And you could absolutely tell? Yeah. Honestly, like with most threesomes, I can tell you right now, if you're approached and a man is doing it, that was his idea. That was his idea, 100%. There's never been a time where I was actually like, you know, having sex with both of them where I'm just like, if a man has approached me first, I was like, yeah. This was his idea because yeah. the women tend to be more possessive, like oh, really? of the men, yeah, and even of themselves. And it's, um, it's not so much like they're like, oh, okay, you know, you can uh, go down on me, or you can do this. Or you can only touch my man to like a certain extent before they come in. Or sometimes, like I've only met one who was like super vocal about it. I was like, girl, okay, at this point, like I'm just gonna leave because yeah. you don't yeah, want this. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, you don't yeah. want this, and this is not a fun time for me. And that's all I'm here for. Like right. it's a fun time. Um, but you can definitely tell when a man sets up a threesome versus when a woman sets up a threesome. Generally, because she'll be the one to like talk to you and respond, but that I find that when a woman sets up a threesome, it's generally because she has a genuine interest in women and she was just like, okay, I just want to bring my man into this. Mm -hmm. Those are the best times that I have and those are the ones that I like having and that I I don't mind having the most because I'm like, one, first of all, more attracted to women, but two, it's just like, it's enthusiastic all the way around. So like the women is enthusiastic about you know pleasing and being pleased and the man is he's first of all he's just happy to be there right honestly he's just like wow i get to experience this and then he's also enthusiastic about 
pleasing and being pleased and then it just creates a better environment to where everyone feels comfortable and safe to actually make sure everyone is having a good time too um I don't remember the question, but you can definitely tell. (laughs) You can definitely tell, like, who set it up and, like, who wanted to actually have this threesome and who's just going along with it just for shits and giggles. Yeah. How, like, open would you say? Like, I always say, like, on the Swedish Sugar episode, I mentioned, like, wanting to, like, confide in other sugar babies because only they can understand what you're going through, like, on a day-to-day basis. Like, Mm -hmm. I can tell my vanilla friends, like, damn like i gotta go see my sd this month like whatever whatever but it's not the same as me telling my sugar sister like hey i gotta go see this nigga like i'm not feeling up to it like you know right (laughs) so like how open would you say you've been with like your friends in your life and how like receptive have they been to like understanding your lifestyle i'm super open honestly i'm super open in general like that has never like really been a big concern of mine because my friends like bless them they're so non-judgmental they're really just like if you like it i love it yeah, <laughs> type of right, people right, yeah that's a blessing so, <laughs> so they're like they're like oh, okay they know i'm on my fuck shit and anytime i go somewhere they're just like you know send me a location or keep your location yeah. on in case anything oh happens God, so, so that so they have it so i can be safe um but yeah i know like i'm really open with that anyone who knows me or has come across me knows i'm super open Sometimes, like, I have encountered, like, a few people, not necessarily my friends, because I know that's what we're talking about, but I have encountered, like, some people that where I'm talking with, and they get, like, the heebie-jeebies, they're like, oh, my God, this sexual deviant is trying to fuck me oh and my, my man. God. And I'm like, first of all, bitch, I would have said that. I would have told you. Right. So, like, why are you, why are you, why are you upset? Why are you confused? I'm dead. Like, we would have had that conversation. Right. Immediately. So, <laughs> at that. Yes. I'm about me, okay? I care about me my nut okay <laughs> so it's it, i'm actually really grateful um i like i said i have friends who support me no matter what i can talk to them and it not be like they understand yeah i'm on some bullshit sometimes so even when i'm talking to them and they're like we could never but girl do you it sounds like a good time i love that i really do like it's so important like in anything that involves sexual exploration to have like a healthy you know, essentially like a community around you to mm-hmm. be like, this is what I went through today. Like, I don't need the judgment. I just need to be able to vent and let that shit out. You know, it's really just important to me. But um, so how long have you been uh, technically like a unicorn? Um, um, honestly, since it was whole life or no life. Whole life or no life. <laughs> which has been forever. Which has been forever. So it was whole life or no life, like my sophomore year into college. And that's essentially when I also became a unicorn because I, again, I prioritized my pleasure over anything else. And mm-hmm. if you win it, I'm with it, goddamn. So. I know that's right. I know that's right. We were like on Twitter. There's this big debate right now about DJ Envy and his wife. And she's like, you know, he didn't give me orgasms at first. And like, da da da. And people are like, you didn't give her work. And I'm just like, you know that only like 10% of women experience orgasms, like through penetration. Like the rest is probably, I gave it to myself. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy too. Cause it's just like, I've had those experiences and it, it's literally gotten to the point where like some people are just like, oh, like now in the words of my good sis, my good friend, I actually don't know this bitch, <laughs> Megan. 
it never happened if the dick wasn't snapping. Okay. Okay. Our beards wash away all the bodies we had before. <laughs> I'm like, that never happened. That didn't exist. But it's, I also find like with women, like not even with women, just like some of the women that I talk to. Mm-hmm. Because there's still such a stigma around sex, it's hard to ask for what oh you want, God, and it's yes. hard to direct men yes. to tell you, like, to direct them, be like, oh, well, you know, do this. And for me personally, like, I do a little questionnaire, but you know, when you get meet up, you know, sometimes there's nerves or whatever, so you do have to direct them sometimes. And I look to see like who can take direction. So like, right. if you can take direction. Or you're there to listen to my body. Okay, cool. We're gonna have an amazing time. But there are some people who can't, and I'm gonna be honest with you. There are some times where I'm like, yeah, you can get out. Like you can go. I'm mm-hmm. I'm good. You can go. Or it's like I'll stick it out, and it's just like, uh, I'm like, like why? And then you like but, ask yeah. yourself. You literally have a conversation with like, bitch, why did you go through with that? Why? Like, like why didn't you just? Trash. Why didn't you just fucking kick him out? Like why? Did oh, you, we, we why did better. you just do it? We gotta do better as honestly women. have to do better. But we gotta end trash sex culture. But so like before you got into this, like as a unicorn, like had you heard of unicorns or like had you like yeah. what was your thoughts on what unicorns were? Yeah. So before like I got into it again, the way my same the way my friends are, if you like it, I love it. I had the same perception. I'm like, if you like it, I love it. If that's what works for you, cool. I've always had the idea. I was just like. Oh, you know, I could do that. What? <laughs> Two yeah. people to pleasure me. It didn't, it didn't matter who it was with. Because, yeah. again, you know, um, I'm actually pansexual. So it's women. Like, okay. women. Like, if there's three three women, with it. <laughs> women, women, and a man, with it. Two men and me, with it. With Please it all. <laughs> so I, I was always just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm with, I'm with all this shit. So it was, it was never just like a, oh, I wish I could do that. It was more so for me. It was just more so going to be, mm. yeah. <laughs> how horny are you today? And when, when is this going to happen? <laughs> Did you know a lot about like open relationships, polyamorous relationships, like at all? I didn't know much about open or poly relationships. Just that, you know, if it's open relationship, typically to me, that just meant like, um, it was open like sexually and then polyamorous they were looking for actual connections mm-hmm. and I've been a part of or I've attempted to be a part of both of those relationships Oh, nice! and it really just depends on you know the person and how well we click and where not only that but how will we click mentally physically spiritually sexually mm-hmm. and a lot of times I found that either one person was able to guarantee guarantee that but the other person wasn't and I'm like I personally don't feel comfortable getting into that aspect outside of it sexually absolutely um, with you knowing that i can't provide or that i'm not being provided for by one of the partners especially if that's what y'all are looking for i feel like it does take a certain mindset to get in there and be like okay cool to meet you know the standards of like both people but also have both of them meet your standards and stuff too and i feel like that's what sometimes people may get like mixed up or just forget about too especially yeah. when they get into the relationship aspect of it outside of it sexually even shit even sexually like mm-hmm. you have one partner who needs to be catered to more one partner who likes this or one partner who likes that and i feel like sometimes when people get into it they don't have enough discussion they're just like oh yeah no i'm down and now it's super awkward and no one knows what they're doing and everyone's just like fumbling oh God, around yeah. and it's weird and you're like whoa what's going on yeah here? yeah even in like just like two person sexual situationships mm-hmm. like 
you know, you are afraid sometimes. Like, I know early on, like, in having sex, shit, until I was, like, 21, I didn't even have my first orgasm. So I was, like, really afraid of speaking out. Like, I don't actually like this, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I do like this, or this is related to sexual trauma. So you are afraid to, like, speak out and be like, you know what? Like, hey, I want you to go slow. But maybe the person that we've brought in is like, no, nah, beat it up. Like, I want right, you to go like- fast, you know what I mean? So... That's actually a really important aspect. I think people need to understand, especially with like everybody and their mama looking at polyamorous relationships as like a thing. And it's like, you don't actually want poly, like you want open, like because poly is usually catered to like one person being like the center person. And then, you know, everybody around them is like for them versus for each other. Well, I guess they technically interact, but it's, it's so many different like variations of relationships. But I am happy that we're becoming a little bit more aware at a time Mm -hmm. of the different types of relationships there are. Um, Especially our age group, we're like late 20s or mid to late 20s and we're just experiencing so much like, damn, you know, maybe it's okay to not be like, you know, so like cookie cutter, perfect and happy in our, just our relationship and like we need an extra person or we need a new sexual experience to like liven it up. So it's, it's really... I think it's a good turning point. I do too. I do too. And it's so funny because like me personally, sexually, I'm with like open and poly relationships all day, but I have yet to be in a true poly relationship that's like mm-hmm. from my own doing where, you know, I have a partner and I'm willing to you know bring in a third. I have yet to experience that. So that's the one thing I can't speak on. And I'm very curious as to how I would interact in that situation because I don't want to say that you know i'm selfish or i'm still in the idea of monogamy because that doesn't make sense to me but it's yeah like that part doesn't make sense to me but it's because it's really outside of like the sexual sexual aspect it's really the only thing i've ever known i'm curious to see how that kind of integrates into any future poly relationship and stuff that i may have so that's one thing i haven't truly experienced because i'll be a part of like a third or a couple and i'll like date both of them and i'm completely fine with that because in my mind i'm like oh okay well you know i'm the addition i'm not like you know the main entree but me being the main entree that's different Mm. so it's just like huh i wonder i wonder (laughs) how i would be in this situation (laughs) listen i would be like i feel like in theory i would be like oh this is great two people like worshiping me but in reality, I'd be like, I'm annoyed with both of you. Please leave me alone. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I'm like, I need space with one person. And now I have to entertain two? Right. What right. is this? I don't like it. <laughs> is there any, like, advice that you would give to someone that's maybe curious about, like, the unicorn lifestyle? Yes, definitely. One, know what you're willing to do and know what your limits are. And be able to communicate that effectively. Because I'm like, for me, honestly, I'm into a lot of shit, so anything goes. But I have encountered people where, like I said, you can always tell who 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 decided to have a threesome and who Mm -hmm. didn't. So I've also encountered some women where they weren't really comfortable with what we were doing or they weren't comfortable with certain stuff. And if you aren't comfortable, that's okay to say. Like, it's great that you want to experiment and do other stuff like that, but it's very important that you put your self and your pleasure and your mental health mm-hmm. above, you know, anything else that your partner wants at that time, especially because 
you are putting yourself in a vulnerable position. One of the most, Sex- right? one, of, like- one of the most vulnerable <laughs> positions, honestly, not only in your relationship, but sexually. Like you're inviting a total stranger into your space. So I would definitely recommend that, you know, you know what you like, especially like in the bedroom, so you could communicate that with both parties. Because if one person doesn't want to do it, maybe someone else does want to. Um, what you're comfortable with doing for you yourself, because you mm-hmm. know you may not be comfortable doing everything, and they might may not be comfortable. And just figuring out who's a good fit. I wouldn't focus on slowly or solely. Sorry, <laughs> I wouldn't focus on solely just having like the experience just to say you did it. It mm-hmm. needs to be an enjoyable experience for every person in the room. So yeah. that's what I would say. I'm like, hey, make sure you know what you want. Make sure you know what you're willing to do. And then make sure you're able to cultivate that experience for yourself and for right. other people as well. Because it really does help when you have other people there who want to make sure you have a good time and who want to make sure that you're receiving pleasure in the way that you should. Yeah. Um, not only from themselves or from their partner and then just make sure everyone just leaves happy and satisfied so that's the best advice i can give people who are curious about the unicorn lifestyle (laughs) i'm always like interested like every person as a person that has never had a threesome i'm always still like just confused but also curious about how they start off and how they end like does it start by just like you know someone just like touching someone and then does it end with like a soft kiss in the morning like what? No. I'm out. Like, probably not. I watched too many movies but and too much porn. But um, overall, out of all the experiences that you've had so far, tell us your favorite experience as a unicorn. And don't leave out any details. <laughs> um, so my favorite experience actually was um, with one of my old doms. Because like I said, I'm into some freaky deaky yes. shit. So um, I'm into BDSM. I'm switch primarily a sub but i, I can had t- a dom. so see you being a dom <laughs> i can so see someone like walking on all fours like yes mistress i and can see that that's funny though because it's weird when it comes to women i am more of a switch when it comes to men i don't know what it is but i have to prove that i can dominate the hell out of you it's so weird oh like it's gosh. immediate <laughs> Like a, like a man could come up to me and do something and now all of a sudden I'm like, I have to do it better. Like <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, but one of my favorite times was actually me and my dom just going out to like a dance club. And then when we got here, he was just like, he told me, he's like, I want you to find someone and bring them home and I'm gonna do the same thing. And I said, okay, <laughs> bet it up. So then we did that and we just found like, obviously, you know, we're not super lit, but you know, we're drinking, we're having a good time. And I ended up finding this guy and he found another girl who was down and it turned from (laughs) a threesome to a foursome. Oh my God. (laughs) And we all brought them back to the, and we all brought them back to my apartment, had fun. And then at the time, um, my apartment complex had a pool and a hot tub, but it was like locked. So we all like hopped the gate and then, (laughs) you know, it was getting freaky dinky in the hot tub and in the pool and it was funny because then another couple had came in hopped it and got in there with us and that's when um ironically that's when the two that we had came with they're like oh okay you know because at this point it was like four or five o'clock in the morning oh my god um 
the two that we came with they're like okay you know we're gonna head out because i don't me personally i believe in staying and i girl get out yeah homie get out whoever get out <laughs> you know you don't gotta be here that's all right even the dom was staying the night like right, you right, chill right. ass out my house <laughs> <You're okay>. so, <laughs> um but it was when they have to get the other side left. Um, but at that point, you know, we were just chilling, relaxing and stuff. And they had hopped. And, you know, we could kind of tell they were vibing with us. And I'm like, is this part two? Hold <laughs> on, is this part two? So then, um, damn, this is some real ho shit. I'll be fucking like four people in one it's night. Okay. And, two, and two extra. Honestly, we, we've all had multiple <laughs> people in 24 hours. It's okay. <laughs> and like two extra, but then we ended up going back to their place and yeah. having like a good time too. But honestly, like both of those experiences, they were really fun because all of us wanted to make sure that, you know, we had a good time. So we went back, um, when we went, went back to their place, you know, there was drinking, there of was course. dancing. You know, you always start, and then I. It's so weird because when you're in like that environment, you always start with like one person or just flirting heavy with one person and make out, and the person always just comes up behind you and just starts rubbing on you, and now yeah. you're like, oh my goodness, yes! You get excited. I love it because um, it's just like then you know that this is like a safe environment to yes. just let it out. Like yes. I want to let the inner hoe out. Like, I'm gonna let it out. <laughs> like you I'm wanted it, you're about to get all of it. <laughs> like I'm here for that. I really am. I wish that. I mean, besides that one night in St. Pete, I've never been approached since then. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, you know, it is what it is, but. Every person I've asked about their threesome has said, like, it started off as just, like, you know, cute, touchy, flirty, and then it just transformed into this thing. And so, yes, I I love that your experience has aligned with that and that you've been able to be like, this is what happened for me. So, you know, I don't know. I just love it. (laughs) Honestly, I love it, too. And it's never... For me, it was never necessarily like, oh, you know, I think I want to be a unicorn. I think, like, these are the only relationships it has. It's really just... I'm extra horny today and whatever happens happens. No, it be like that. It really does. It really does. I think like I always joke with my boyfriend, I'm like, you know, after like five years, I'm done sucking dick, we will bring a girl in to suck dick because I'm gonna be tired. I'm already tired now and I don't even suck dick. So <laughs> But it's funny because she knows my boyfriend. But <laughs> But, you know, I just, I'm okay with that. Like, I think being a part of, like, such a sexual community has really just opened my eyes to so many things that I yeah. would not have had access to or even known exist. You know what I mean? Like, so, last question. Um, on the last episode I did, it was about kind of, like, sexual, like, a sexual tourism episode. So, like, mm-hmm. sex clubs and, like, sex parties and nudist beaches, etc. Have you ever had to go to any sex clubs before? And have you had any luck at sex clubs being a unicorn? I have. So uh, I've been to a few uh, sex parties. I was a member down at the woodshed pre-pandemic, like a couple years back. Like, yeah. I haven't been there since I moved away. And that was like three or four years ago. Um, but those sex parties be lit, because like you go in and it's really just like a free-for-all when you're like oh okay all right bet however i will say they're lit but they're not my type they're not really my cup of tea Mm because i have a specific 
type and stuff that I like. And that is the, like, the weird thing, like, well, not even the weird thing, but just, like, the thing about me is, like, I'm picky who I choose to unicorn with. Because mm-hmm. I have to be attracted to both of you. Okay, it can't just okay. be one or the other. And I, like, there's where I get approached a lot either on social media or sometimes, like, when I'm out by myself. Because, like I said, you know, I'll go and I'll um, be at bars. Never clubs, but I'll be at bars and stuff, like, by myself. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, we're all drinking. And all of a sudden, I see this couple here and they're just chatting me up. And I'm mm-hmm. like... <laughs> you wanna like fuck me? I know it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wanna fuck me? Go away. <laughs> um, but if I'm not like the way I base my sexual interactions off of, like if I'm not attracted to you, like it can't. I can't force myself to do anything because I'm a half ass. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a half ass it, and I feel like you don't deserve for me to half ass like your experience, and I don't deserve to have a half ass experience. Yeah. Um. So I would say like I've like I've had luck in the sense like you know I'm getting fucked and you know it's cool but as far as like like everyone that's you know, I'm 100% attracted to it's just like nah like how you balls deep in yeah. me and I'm drying up because I hate looking at your face like that can't right. be a thing right, right, that can't right. be a thing for and me and vaginas <laughs> are the vaginas are in control like, honestly seriously. honestly <laughs> like if I'll I don't like, like what you're doing yes. I can feel it instantly I'm like ooh wait whoa hold on yeah, and I'll she'll be like, no, bitch, he's in, he's in. <laughs> and I'm, I would say I'm kind of an asshole sometimes because I'd be like, can you bring such and such back? You, can you come here? Can you come back? <laughs> you, oh you leave. You come Not back. Return to sender. <laughs> you go back to where you came from. I don't know where you came from, but it, you don't need to be here anymore. I love um, that. Honestly. So I would say like, I've had luck, and then I really haven't had luck. Actually, no, I'm gonna just say I just haven't had luck. Honestly. If, unless I'm 100% attracted to, like, everybody there, which is never going to be a case for me. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, no. So, I don't go to them that often. But when I did, you know, if the goal was to get fucked, I, I got fucked. But. <laughs> oh, <laughs> as, as women, all don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think we're planning to go to the Hedonism Resort in Jamaica. So, you have to come with us. And maybe then you can a hedonism resort. That sounds yeah, good. I know. Sounds we hedonistic. A- <laughs> I'm done with her. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say this has been so informative, so just amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and where can they find you if they want to, you know, recruit you? <laughs> <laughs> For their like threesome or whatever. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Malibu Pineapple Girl, my go to drink at bars. You know what? The girl now, she's going to be elevated to tequila. I cannot. Malibu Pineapple Girl, that's Kool Aid. I know! I, but I love it because it's an on the rocks pina colada. But it's funny because. I now I actually now I actually do like tequila sunrise or just tequila and pineapple juice. That's my but favorite. the reason I had it like that because I was joking with my friend because I went to a bar and for like a year straight like after work because um, I was a server at the time. Fucking hated my job, so I, I went to the bars frequently. It literally got to the point where the guy like saw me. He couldn't remember my name, so he's like, "My little blue pineapple girl." Oh <laughs> I was God. like, "Stop." I'm sick. I order more things than Malibu Pineapple, but it'd be the first thing that I order to, like, start me off. Yeah. I don't know why and mom never gets me drunk. 
like never but I mean, malibu is the shit so it is the shit i love it and it was funny because i didn't think anything of it until i saw the ticket and my name was malibu pineapple girl so that's <laughs> that's, literally that's what i made it my that's what i made it my instagram handle i said damn not me not having a name but a drink title <laughs> but a drink I title it. i really love it but thank you so much for coming on Hoology Podcast. And we will talk to you guys soon with more host shit. Bye. Bye.